So we've been on a journey as a congregation uh, since August. We've been working our way through the stories from Exodus that, about the liberation of the Hebrew people from Egypt. And this morning's reading is them finally crossing over into the Promised Land after 40 years of wandering. This is the culmination of the story that started with Shifra and Pua, those brave Egyptian midwives who refused to kill the Hebrew boy babies through Moses and uh, the burning bush. And his going to Egypt to lead the Hebrew slaves to freedom. The story of that first Passover and the crossing of the Sea of Reeds. More, more than one story of the freed people complaining that maybe slavery was better than the challenges of freedom and God answering their cries with water and manna and quail. And the gift of the Ten Commandments to help them live as faithful people. So today we come to the final part of the wilderness journey. Forty years after it began, Moses has recently died and is buried. The Israelites are now following their new leader, Joshua, and they are about to cross over into the promised land after 40 years of wandering. Today, finally, the answer to, are we there yet, is yes, we have arrived. And again, it entails a miraculous water crossing. Not a sea of reeds this time, but the Jordan River. And that water crossing is my favorite detail in this story. Because not only does God stop the flowing of the river, but the scripture says multiple times, we only put a a tiny portion of this reading in, long as it was. It really wants you to know. That the waters stood up in a heap upstream. And if there's anything that water doesn't do, it's stand up in a heap, right? So not only did God stop the flow of the water, but God made the water do a miraculous thing. This is how present God has been with these people from the days of slavery all the way through the wilderness and now into the promised land. And God will continue to be with them in the future. The other part of this reading we want to highlight for you all is... God's command to Joshua to have the people bring 12 stones from the center of the riverbed where they just crossed over to build an altar in their first campsite in the promised land. 12 stones from that liminal place in between to mark the crossing that they have made. Twelve stones to mark the end of 40 years in the wilderness. Twelve stones like water standing in a heap upstream. Twelve stones piled on top of each other to mark God's constant presence with them. Through it all, bringing them to freedom. And then God says... When your children ask you, what do these stones mean to you? Well, tell them. These stones mean to us that God is a liberating God. This is our story. 
These stories tell us that God is faithful, that God wants us to live in freedom, that we are beloved, that we are meant to love God and to love each other, that we are all connected. And tell your children, that's not just our story. These aren't just our stones. They're your stones, too. This story is your story, too. You are part of what God is doing with us now. You are going to be part of God's story of freedom into the future. You are connected to this story and to these stones. And that's not just aimed at ancient biblical characters. That is for us, too. We are connected. Today, we have the great privilege of baptizing Clara Don LaRose. Today, we welcome her at the beginning of her life into her place in God's great story of love and liberation and life. Today, Clara enters into this holy story with our congregation, with all the Christian family, and also with each one of us. That's why we took vows. We made promises to accompany Clara on her journey of faith and to accompany her parents as they raise her to know God's love and to take her place and their place in the story. We are traveling with her. And on this All All Saints Sunday, the first Sunday in November, we remember that it's not just us here who are part of God's story. There is a great cloud of witnesses who have gone before us in this story. Friends, family, people that we knew and loved, also people that we've read about or heard about, accompany us in ways that are spiritual and mysterious and very real. We and they are connected through God's love, through God's story across all time and space. And when we put the water on Clara's head this morning, we said, God's story is our story, and it's your story too. Jesus' example is our example, and it's your example too. We're connected in Christ. We're connected in baptism. We're all a part of it. As we shared a little bit ago, next Sunday, November 12th, we'll be, making our, we'll be doing our Stewardship Sunday, where we make our financial pledges for the coming year, declaring our support for the ministry of Harvard Epworth Church. It makes our budget possible, Yes, and it's much, much, much more than that. Our pledge is one way that we claim our place in the story, in God's holy story of life and liberation and love. Our pledge is one way we give honor to the saints, to our ancestors in our own lives, our families and friends, anyone who has been part of our spiritual journey over the years, anyone who has contributed to our knowing God's love, anyone who has ever been an example to us of liberation and life. Our 
pledge is our declaration that we want this community of faith, this church, dare I say, this community of saints. I don't see any nods here, but no, really, you are a community of saints. We want this place and this people to be a safe, fertile, creative place for Clara, for Harmony, and for all of us to grow into faith, to grow up to be fully the people that God has made us to be. Our pledge declares that we want Harvard Epworth to be here for Clara to claim when she is ready her part in the great story of the great journey of faith. Our pledges here are one of the ways that we symbolically take the stones out of the riverbed and build an altar together in the promised land. Our pledge says that we want this church to continue into whatever future God has, having come out of a faithful past and leaning into what God is calling us toward. We rejoice to be a part of this, all of us together, and also with our children. Each one of us here, all of us, all of those who've gone before and all who will come, in ways that are mysterious and spiritual and very real, we are connected to God. We are connected in Christ. Thanks be to God. And one of the ways that we'll share that connection today is by sharing in the Lord's Supper, which we will do right after the next hymn that we're singing. It's number uh, 127, Guide Me, O Thou Great Jehovah.